Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer. Join in the So Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing very well, Josh. Got your coffee, Eddie? You ready to go? Sure do. Yes, not before my coffee, Bobbo. Yeah, put my hair in a messy bun. Put on some gangster rap and handle it, Addy. What you got to do sometimes. That's what you got to do this time of year, especially. Sure. Hey. Us parents of multiple kids just got to get that hair in a messy bun. <laughs> Absolutely. And just handle it. Yeah. So, but uh, it's good to be here tonight, boys. <laughs> it's good. To, I was going to ask you what kind of coffee you're rocking. Oh, uh, just uh, just some, one of those pods. Just one of the pods. The gay pods. I think just, it's eight o'clock yeah. variety. Whatever one is on sale. That's Whatever's usually how we the go. Cheapest. Seriously, it's uh, it, who cares. But you're a creamer boy. So is this uh, what kind of cream? Sweet, are we uh, sweet cream. Yeah, sweet sure. Cream. Okay. Yeah, I do like some sweet cream cream. There you go. Everyone yeah. out there is like that is so gross. Yeah, pretty good. So pretty basic. good. Pretty good. I'd uh, recommend that. Uh, if you're into creamers, Addie's so. big into the cheapest. You're big into K pods. You're and, big into creamer <laughs> and uh, the sweet cream creamer, Bobo. Sure. So that's how we get started. You're a coffee guy, right? Yes, I am. Big coffee guy. He doesn't like creamer. Yeah, you just uh, you drink it black, right? Sure. Right. He's a real man. Yeah. I French press, uh, you know, just straight black with a with a thick crema on top. If you get real good coffee, it almost produces its own cream when you. When you brew it the right way. See, this now I understand how you feel when I'm talking about Marvel movies no, because no. I'm like, I don't understand a word you're saying. So the uh, the vanilla, uh, what do you what did you call it? Creamer, the French vanilla, the hazelnut. That's all like the uh, that's the uh, introductory drug. What's it called? The uh, the gateway drug. Gateway yes. drug. Yes. Correct. So that's how it gets started. You can't just drink coffee later black at first. Later in life, you find yourself buying. Uh, green beans uh, from Guatemala, getting them mailed to your house, roasting them in a uh, popcorn uh, maker, and uh, producing your own coffee. That's how it all unravels. I think I'd stick with the cheapest K-Pods. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it's coming, Addy. It's coming. It is coming. No, I like good coffee. I do say, I have a good friend, shout out uh, Clarity Coffee. He uh, he roasts coffee here in Bowling Green, and it's pretty good. It's more light roast. I can't do the light roast. The light roast makes me too jittery. Like, I've got to have, like, a healthy breakfast if I'm going to put a light roast in me. It's just too much caffeine. I am a Starbucks Sumatra lover. 
I'm just, okay, I was going to ask what you thought about Starbucks. Starbucks is whatever, but that Sumatra, man, I can't get away from it. I've I've drank it for years. Go. Stuck. There you Stuck go. in a rut. I don't know about it. I really need a leg up, guys. That's <laughs> yeah. what I came for. I got a problem. Addie's a Spencer's boy, I think. Yeah, Spencer's, Spencer's is a good. local coffee place here in BG. Very so, uh, caffeinated. I'm a lot sure. of caffeine in that Spencer's. Hey, I need it. Yeah, we yes, need, need it. We need to handle it. Sleepy this boy. Is, uh, this is a time also when your fantasy managers out there need to handle it because playoffs are coming, boys. We got sure. one more week after this one, week 14. Last week of the regular season, we are winding down. Week 13, we're watching the Sunday night game here between the Packers and Chiefs. And uh, very good game. We've had a couple good primetime games so far this week. Yeah, Thursday um, was great. Thursday was awesome. What a fun game that was between the Seahawks and Cowboys. Uh, tonight, Packers-Chiefs has been really fun. Tomorrow night is Jags and Bengals. Bengals. So that'll be not great. <laughs> but uh, at least we're two out of three. We so would have been fun. Lost a lot of would've quarterbacks been fun. this yes, year. Yes, that I think they had different plans in mind. It's like Can every we, flex, we can flex those coming up. We've already had our first Monday night flex. So I don't remember who got flexed out, but we have. They couldn't do this one. I, I guess would, it was so recent with the Burrow injury, maybe. Yeah, there's a I think a, a certain timeline that yeah. you have to flex it out. So they may not have had time to get it flexed out after the Burrow injury. What is your all's take on? Uh, I was listening to a show today, and they said. Uh, you know, over/under chance of the Bills getting into the playoffs and everything, and and uh, one of the analysts oh, basically said, "No way." They said the Bills deserve to be in the playoffs, and I was like, "Why? Why do they deserve it?" They said, "Josh yeah. Allen, that offense, they deserve to be in. That defense is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. So, what about that offense has really been yeah. that potent either? Offense is fine. It's like uh, above Diggs average, is cool, but." I mean, Kincaid's all right, but that running game's been kind of putrid. I mean, Josh Allen has a turn. You know, and the person who said this, I don't even remember now who it was, but they were like, you know, he's got a lot of, he does have a lot of interceptions, but I'm like, you can't paper over yeah, it that fast. It's a big like, butt. He has a lot of interceptions this year. And it's, I understand that if your argument is, I want to have the most entertaining quarterbacks yeah. in the playoffs, I get that. Yeah, but yeah. to say they deserve it, no. The teams yeah. that win the most games deserve to make the playoffs. Yeah, Bills are one of those teams that can go out and win any game yeah. as well. But, yeah, that doesn't mean they deserve it. They can also lose any game as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they have. They've lost a lot of games they should have won. It just yeah. happens. Uh, we're going to see set, you know, a couple big AFC juggernauts not make the playoffs this year. Yep. Yeah. Bengals for a different reason, but yeah, Bills just that defense is putrid. Mm-hmm. They can't stop anybody. Aaron Rodgers coming back? No, he said today not happening. Really? I think he just wanted to get out there and practice and show like, oh yeah, look at me running around. Mm. Uh, but get no. people excited for next yeah, season. exactly. Like I'm still <laughs> around. I'm still here. Did you put that in the Slack about the uh, meat just falling off of the bone? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was loving those uh, on his fifth drop on back. those those memes on Twitter. Yeah, those with the barbecue that just take the bone and the meat just slides right his off. His Achilles is just yeah. crying. So let's uh, let's do a week thirteen recap, boys. It was kind of a down week for IDP across the board, but definitely some developments we want to talk about. And uh, we got another forty point score. We've had one just about every week so far this season, boys. Uh, and we have the inglorious designation of the Carolina Panthers adding their third. 40 point score to the board as far as like they were the opponent when this player scored 40 on them. And it is the Carolina Panthers. And weirdly enough, it is the third DB who has scored 40 points against the Carolina Panthers. As Aaron put in the notes, start your DBs against the Carolina Panthers because uh, way back in, let's see, it was week number four, Harrison Smith went for 49 points against the Panthers. 
In week number nine, Kenny Moore went for 53 points against the Carolina Panthers. And then this week, Antoine Winfield Jr. went for 40.9 points against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Bobo, you're feeling pretty good. We just had a trade well. in uh, XFFL. <laughs> Even though you're not going to get the win this week, at least Winfield was a bright spot for you. And he, he's been awesome since the trade. You got the win, Field. Yeah, uh, there you uh, go. That <laughs> about, <laughs> no, uh, Winfield was good. He, uh, you know, the time where we needed him, he uh, he shined. Uh, safety's been tough this year. Safety has been hard. Started off the year with Julian Love and have kind of worked through a couple little, you know, I have had Josh Metellus at times. It's just been kind of one of those gross safety years. But, no, Antoine Winfield, we were just talking about it before we started the pod. Uh, Shout-out RSO with the extensions and the franchise tags and all that. Um, It's fun to be in a league like that. I think if our league, XMFL, was on sleeper, it would be a little less fun, the numbers and the extensions and everything. Make it interesting. Make some of the trades like – uh, kind of bizarre, but Antoine Winfield's a guy that's going to go back to the pot. We just talked about, I know Adam brought it up a couple weeks ago, how many free agents are coming in this class yeah. the next offseason. And you would NFL like to think, free agent. Yeah, you would like to think that the Bucks retain him, but there's a real world where, you know, maybe they let him walk. They can't afford him. Um, he's been playing great. So um, it was just not a guy that I could afford to pay $11, $12 million for the next four years. Yeah, it's going to be probably even more this next week. Absolutely. Yeah, it probably goes, it keeps going up. Yeah. It keeps going up. That's what's cool about that league platform is that every week you can roll the dice and say, well, his number's high. He's coming off a 40-point week. Maybe it'll go down. He would have been he the highest-paid well. safety ahead of, uh, what do we look up? Jamal Adams. Was like yeah. $11 million. And you don't want to do that. You don't no. want to be that guy. But we, I love Winfield. I've talked about him probably more than any safety this, this year. He's yeah. a good person Absolutely. to trade if you didn't need well, him. Well, I didn't want to commit myself to – I could have franchise tagged him. You know, probably probably for about eight and a half million or so. Yeah. Um. But I traded him to Bobo, picked up Minka Fitzpatrick with like a one point five million dollars yeah. year. You're gonna left lose last him. year. You know, yeah. Yeah. That was the other side of it that I hated. Um, losing Minka on like a league minimum deal, which I was kind of tired of Minka, and he'll be great for next year. But this year, you didn't get a whole lot out of him. Yeah, he's just been hurt. Yeah, he's been banged up. So he started off really good. There you go. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. joins the wall. We've had quite a few boys. Um, looks like probably 20 names here have Gosh, scored over 40 points. Sucks in a week to have a safety score of 40, and you're going to get the L. Dude, my offense was great, but shout out, Ben. I'm coming for you. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah, coming to Milwaukee eyes to murder open. you. Yeah, sleep with two eyes open. You're dead, Ben. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to Thursday Night Football and talk about Seahawks versus Cowboys. This was a very fun game. I watched every minute of this one. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, do you think the Seahawks make the playoffs? No, they're six and six now. I think they are. They're on the outside looking in. I think mm, NFC. We should pull that up. Wild card is not that strong. Uh-uh. Um, I think they squeak in. I think they play well down the stretch and get in at like, I don't know, um, maybe nine and what nine and eight, ten and seven, Close. six and six right now. Jeff Fisher. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere in there. So uh, I I don't know I think this is a good team that's just been hot and cold I think they I kind of look at them like the NFC equivalent of the Bills Does Green Bay win in their division No see uh, but I could see we just looked the at Lions Green, will the remainder of Green Bay schedule they could. is pretty cake they could the Lions have a nice lead though yeah and that's a good team we did think the Seahawks defense was going to be a lot better yes than it's it, not than been, good. been and it's they been did lose really Uchenna early on and that's uh-huh. that's definitely you know affected them but I mean that they look pretty bad yeah. 
So, um, which is weird because they have a lot of good players. They do at every level of the defense. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, they got torched on Thursday night football. They lose forty-one to thirty-five, and almost every game it seems. Yeah. Like. yeah. I mean, they're just getting. I mean, roasted. Um. So a lot of IDP relevant players. They're um, eight. They're on the bubble right now. Okay. I think they get in because who are the teams that are in it right now in the wild card? Um, it's the Rams and the Vikings. Yeah, I, I see both those teams falling out down the Ooh. stretch. And the Cowboys, they're five. It, well, I see the Vikings falling out because you've got a rookie quarterback, Jaron mm-hmm. Hall, is it? And then I, I could see the this, NFC West getting three teams in. This yeah. time of year, and I know you do this too, Josh, but I always go to what does the quarterback play look like? You know, we got a rookie, we got a vet, we got a Super Bowl winning Matt Stafford, and I'm sure they have some tougher games with probably like the Seahawks and San Fran here down the stretch. But there's a real world where uh, you know Stafford could lead them in. He's one of the better quarterbacks going right now, and that really means something. Dude, late in the that, season, that they're that seven right now. Fun. We'll yep. talk about them. But yep, golly, I could, I could see him sticking around. That's just it's a it's a team that's overachieved. Yeah, relative to preseason expectations, wow. that always just makes me a little nervous. That's best, best draft class of any team truly, in the NFL. That is like a with nothing. One of the best hauls we've seen in the past decade. Yeah, for they, a draft class, and they had their twenty four first. Which Do you know is who's hilarious. the second leading rookie IDP score right now? I looked this up at dinner. Number one, I think, is pretty obvious. Speaking of Seattle, Savon mm-hmm. Witherspoon. Yes, yeah, he's number one. The there's 50, actually 50 pointer. There's four CBs in the top eleven. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but number two Hold is... Hold on. Is it Kobe Turner? No, he's sixth or seventh. Okay. It's Byron Young. Oh, let's Byron go. Young is number two. Did so, he do okay in this week? I didn't see what he put up. Uh, I don't think he had a sack. I think yeah. Kobe had the big week this week. We'll get to them. They uh, just beat the doors off the Browns. Yeah. So let's talk about... Cowboys, Seahawks, Seahawks headline Devin Bush is next in the line of a long list of vomit-inducing names that are injury replacement linebackers this season, with Jordan Brooks suffering an ankle sprain halfway through the second quarter. Uh, Devin Bush came in in relief of Jordan Brooks, 5.5 points, two tackles, and a TFL. The top three for the Seahawks was Jaron Reed, 22.55, Reek Wollen, 18 points, Bobby Wagner, 17 points, 100% of snaps for B-Wags, 98% for Wollen, 76% for Jaron Reed, who had seven tackles, two TFLs, a sack, and two QB hits. Uh, Reek Wollen had eight tackles and two PDs, and then Bobby Wagner had 17 tackles and a TFL. Cowboys headline, I love this, Deron Bland got cooked worse than a full Christmas dinner in a toaster oven and still had the balls to jump around in the third quarter and save his fantasy evening. Deron Bland goes for 17 points. He had been averaging 21.61 the past five games. He had six tackles, a pick, and a PD on 96% of snaps. Jordan Lewis was next, 11.75, three tackles and two PDs, and then Jonathan Hankins, 11.5 points, four tackles, a sack, and a QB hit. Boys, what jumps out to you from Seahawks Cowboys? Jaron Reed, nice to see him have a have a good game again. He's been kind of quiet as of late. You know, he started off the season kind of strong, but then fizzled. So this was like his biggest game he's had probably in like eight weeks. So that was nice to see him do well. Uh, Jamal Adams, good having him back. He's back to playing ninety nine percent of the snaps. He had ten tackles this week. Um. Back to clapping back and being an a-hole on Twitter. I saw that. Bad week for Prez. Bad bad look there, Jamal. Um, Did you see his follow-up? He deleted the tweet, right? Or he he said he was like, uh, oh, he, he like stood by it. Yes, he said, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Yeah, but then he deleted the tweet. So, yeah. I mean. Real coward move. Yeah. Uh, Witham Spoon had 
eight tackles, 12 points, you know. It's still. Boy, he fun. Still solid. Solid every so single good. week. He fun. He's an auto start, even in DB oh, leagues. No doubt about it. Um, he's a baller. He hustles through the ball. He's got great, you know, lineup. He's not the type of cornerback to where other quarterbacks are going to, like, ignore him. You know, it's not like Revis Island or something. The guy is a really, really talented cornerback, uh, man. He's one of those. And it's interesting. We say, you know, the the – the kind of rule of thumb with rookie cornerbacks is, oh, they're going to get targeted. You should, you know, uh-huh. uh, draft these guys or start these guys in CB required leagues. I mean, four of the top 11 rookie scorers on the year are cornerbacks. Yeah. So there is something to be said for it this year uh-huh. that these rookie cornerbacks are getting targeted and they're getting playing time. I think that's the big thing, right? Yeah. Is that these first round drafted cornerbacks, maybe that's something to think about is it's not so much that they're targeted because they're rookies. They're cornerbacks who are on the field for 100% of snaps. Right, yeah. That team had a desperate need yes. at cornerback. So, I mean, they're they're likely going to be a top three corner as soon as they're drafted, right? So, they're uh-huh. going to get out there on the field immediately. Um, Boye Mafe has also been really quiet as of yeah, late. Yeah, he has. So, I think, you know, hopefully you sold. I mean, I don't know what to expect long-term from Boye. I don't think Boye is going to be one of these guys that's consistently having these 10-sack nah. seasons. Nah. Um, I think it would be – it would. it's kind of late now maybe. Yeah. But I think you'd be selling. Might be a good off-season sale when people go back to right. look at the full-season mm-hmm. stats and yes. say, "Wow, yeah, ten sacks last year." I don't know that I'm selling right now because he's been quiet. Uh, I wanted to bring up the snap count. So Devin Bush was 96 percent of snaps once Jordan Brooks left. What did so if Brooks is out for a while? Um, yeah, that's spend a big deal. some fab on Devin Bush because he's sure. going to be out there. Uh, it was back to the two safety look for the Seahawks. Jamal Adams, 99%. Quandre Diggs, 98%. Julian Love, 20%. So to answer the question of, is this a three-safety team? Not consistently, at least. Yeah, not this week. Let's not go, this week. Let's go to the other side of the ball. Um, Cowboys. Y'all, Micah Parsons, 101 in IDP, like, set it and forget it? I mean, no. Not set in it and forget Dynasty, it. In Dynasty, but in Ooh. in redraft, it's been TJ Watt this season. Yeah, what I mean, but even even Nick Bosa's, I think he belongs in the conversation. I was thinking about that today. Yeah, um, Max I, Crosby belongs. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think any any of those three. I understand that, like the overarching metrics, like the PFF numbers and like the pressure rate, is still great with Micah. Um, but man, in IDP, we play for points. We don't play for those PFF numbers all the time. And Micah's been relatively quiet for the last little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, and you look at the way he's built. I mean, he's he isn't built like some of these other guys. He's mm-hmm. not like a six four, six five. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't look like four. Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, Max Crosby. Yeah, so he he's more like of a uh, like a Khalil Mack type. You know, kind of has to win mm-hmm. more with effort yep. and stuff. And so, yeah, I think that it's probably it's probably a lot to expect him to have like a bunch of fifteen plus sack seasons. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. he gets there once or twice in his career. But uh-huh. like someone like Nick Bosa, you could see him basically. Having every year, yeah, pretty much living in yeah, yeah. fifteen plus sack territory. So Micah's taller than I thought. He's six foot three, but he's only two forty six. Yeah, he's a little undersized. A little undersized. Uh, his best comparable player on player profiler is actually Roquan Smith. Huh. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason this guy was an off ball linebacker the first year. We have to keep that in mind too. Now I will say I think he's the best defensive player in the NFL. Well, I mean, and honestly, you got to uh, remember you like, watch the highlights every week of him getting to the quarterback in like 1.8 seconds. It's like nobody else is doing that. And it was kind of a surprise with him coming in, being moved to the edge. Like really, he was supposed to be the, you know, like more of like a middle linebacker type, mm-hmm. not necessarily like the you know edge guy that that uh, that he's 
being portrayed now. So but, Nick Nick Bosa on player profiler six foot four two sixty six. Yeah. So he's got an inch and twenty pounds. And maybe for Micah, Micah, the age helps. Twenty four point five yeah, versus that's what it is. Bosa yeah. twenty six, Crosby twenty six, Garrett. 28, TJ Watt, 29. And for comparison, Miles Garrett, six foot four, 272. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of that. A lot of people saying, well, is, is Micah Parsons really that good? Yeah. Yes, yes, he yeah. is. He really He's is. awesome. Look back at the log. Yeah. I mean, the dude has spoiled. monster weeks, yeah. but yeah, he will occasionally put up a, a zero. Yeah. It happens. Every edge rusher does. Everybody Every, does. Everybody man. does it. Uh, I wanted to bring cool up. All the kids do it. Yeah. All the, all the cool <laughs> kids are putting up zeros. Um, speaking of cool kids, Dallas Cowboy linebacker, 69 snaps total. Uh, Marquise Bell was at 84%. Damone Clark, 71%. Rashawn Evans, three snaps. So it's very clearly Damone Clark and uh, Marquise Bell there. So let's move on to the next game, though, boys. The Sunday slate start off with a banger. Falcons 13, Jets 8. <laughs> I wish that was not a real score, but it is. Falcons headline, Arnold Ebiketti was back at it again with his fourth sack in his last five games wow. and playing an effective second fiddle to, of all players, Bud Dupree, who was the leading scorer this week uh, for the Falcons, 31.75 points, seven tackles, two TFLs, two sacks, one forced fumble, two QB hits. Ebiketti had 12.95 points, a tackle, a sack, a forced fumble, and a QB hit. Jesse Bates, there he is once again, 17.75 points. He's been averaging 16.64 the last five games. He had seven tackles, and guess what? An interception and a PD. Nate Landman, back again, 15.75 points. He'd been averaging... Bergman, Bergman. I was just guessing. I was hoping that was the button. 18.16 average the last five games. Five tackles, a TFL, a forced fumble, and a PD. Jets, not much to talk about in this game. The linebackers were both quiet. Quincy Williams had eight tackles and a TFL for 11 points. CJ Mosley, five tackles for 4.25 points. Leading scorers for the Jets, Jermaine Johnson had a nice day. 25.75 points, four tackles, two TFLs, a sack and a half, three QB hits. Quentin Jefferson, defensive tackle, 21.2 points, five tackles, a TFL, one and a half sacks, three QB hits. And then Quentin Williams, six tackles and a forced fumble, forced fumble for 9.5 points. So, again, boys, not a lot to write home about on the Jets side of things. But the Falcons, this team is, um, at least with Bates and Landman, they got a couple consistently spicy options for IDP. Yes, yeah, nice to see Landman kind of return to form. We'll... Definitely be interested in what that snap percentage looks like, but I'd imagine it's healthy and over 80%. Mm -hmm. um, Bud Dupree, just a, a great reminder that, you know, you can play these the matchup game. Um, this was a, a fantastic matchup against the Jets. Bud Dupree's been a dude that's been playing tons of snaps this year. Like, he's not played less than 60% of snaps in basically any game this season. So, I mean, just a great volume play, and, and look what happens. Two sacks, seven tackles. Uh, 32 points. So, yeah, um, Jesse Bates, this is his fifth pick of the year. Just what a what an addition to that Atlanta team. I mean, that's the reason why this team is really in it, I think, because guys like Jesse Bates, dude, I mean, he's had so many impact plays for that for that defense this year. So, Truly. Um, yeah, what else, though? Yeah, I mean, Landman, every time I see it, it just makes me sad because I'm like, this could have been Troy Anderson. Like, we could have had this. And, um, yeah. We don't. Now, on the Jets' side, worried at all about C.J. Mosley, Quincy Williams, or was this just a quiet game? 
No, I don't think so. Um, Quincy Williams has definitely been down as of late. Yeah, 11.4 points per game the last five games. C.J. Mosley, 14.18. Yeah, they've had bad matchups. They did start off the year red hot, so, I mean, they were definitely due for some regression. But uh, we did mention a lot of times trading away Quincy Williams after that hot start. I mean, he was like LB1 after the first, like, eight weeks, so – I had a title that was like he ascended to the to the throne of like yeah. LB one status. Yeah, and then yeah, we we talked about it on the trade show a lot. I, I cashed him out for a second round pick. Mm-hmm. He's the um, LB two on his own team, Bobo. That just felt very volatile. Of like, this is not something that is probably going to keep up all season. It was rude. It was rude of y'all. You know, those two LB teams were both guys irrelevant. I don't expect the second banana on his own team to be the LB one for IDP necessarily. So, um, yeah, that is. Um, I think due for some regression. Now, C.J. Mosley, not worried about C.J. Mosley, are we, Bobo? I mean, he's getting a little bit older, you know. Maybe for Dynasty, but for... 30, 31. 2023. No. Y'all worried at all about Quinnen? No. Lord, no. I mean, the only reason I guess I'm saying are you worried about Quinnen is just from the standpoint of, like, there's a lot of other good young defensive tackles right I'm, now. I'm not, like, dropping him in Dynasty. Oh, I'm probably... No. He's not an auto start in redraft anymore for me. Is there anybody that you're I'm kinda, happy to play the matchup game with defensive tackles. Anybody kind of that you're looking to maybe move him for plus? You know, you get an Ed Oliver plus. You get a... Uh, a Bequay plus. You get a... Depends on what the plus is. I mean, I'm, I'm not happy. Really. To, not really. I'm no. happy to cash out a defensive tackle for a plus if the plus is nice. Jalen Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter plus a second. Would that be enough for Quinnen? Yeah. Yeah, if someone's willing to do that, I'd probably do that. Yeah. But I could turn that into a guy like Jalen plus. That's probably like the limit, Jalen Carter. Yeah. That's probably the only. But I do want a little plus, I think, with Jalen Carter. What's a plus? I'd start with a third. Yeah. I don't think I'm moving Quinnen for Jalen plus a third. I bet you a lot of people would. Jalen Carter's been a little hurt this year. Mm-hmm. And is Jalen ever going to get that sort of volume that Quinnen is getting? Yeah. That's good, good Maybe. Question. Well, I think so. Once Fletcher, We've seen when Fletcher Cox kind of goes out of games, uh, they give him yeah. a very healthy workload. And so Fletcher got hurt last week. Fletcher I think, got too. hurt. He's also freaking old as hell. Yeah. So, yeah, his, his, his snaps are coming. I mean, the fact that we've seen him be like that top defensive tackle there or Philly in year one is impressive, I think. Yeah, and then the sacks just haven't turned up this year. That yeah. that happens. Sometimes you have fine. I mean, remember when Quinn Williams started his career, like he was frustrating. Like he was yeah. there, like the first few years, like he didn't have a lot of sacks. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of sacks this year, but he had a lot last year, and that's why we're feeling the sting. This is like yep. that's why we don't chase sacks because that's uh, really unpredictable one year to the next. But what's encouraging with Quinn is even without these sacks, he's uh-huh. still been solid. Like, he's still putting up, like, what, we, 12 and a half the last five games? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that yep. is, that's great. That's great from a D tackle. Still getting your tackles. Yeah. So, so let's settle down, you brats. Hey, brats. Sorry. Sorry. You spoiled brats. <laughs> um, let's move to Cardinals Steelers, though. Cardinals get a very surprising 24 to 10 victory over the Steelers. Cardinals headline Josh Woods throws his name in the Kaiser White replacement sweepstakes. And Buda Baker reminds us he's still on the team and can be useful from time to time. Top three, Buda Baker, 15 points, eight tackles, two TFLs. Josh Woods, 13.75, 11 tackles and a TFL. And then Dennis, the Barbarian, Gardeck, 12 points, two PDs, two QB hits. Steelers, Minka returned from a hamstring injury for the first game since week eight, but all he did was make both himself and Trenton Thompson unusable 
and Watt and Highsmith absolutely feasted on tiny little Kyler Murray. Minka Fitzpatrick, 5.75, five tackles, but Highsmith, 27 points, eight tackles, two TFLs, a sack and a half, two QB hits. TJ Watt, six tackles, a TFL, half a sack, one PD, two QB hits, 19.8 points. And then Michael Walker, 14 points, 10 tackles, and a TFL. Um, like I said, not much to write home about. On the Cardinals side, I guess you could point to Eddie the fact that Buda Baker, hello, uh, 8.15 average the last five games, so he's kind of been stinky. Josh Woods, interesting injury replacement for Kaiser Wood. We mentioned him on the waiver show a couple weeks ago when Kaiser went down. Um, Minka's back. I think that's good. Bobo, you mentioned that safety's been just a mess this year. Yeah. And then, you know, Highsmith and Watt. Um, good to see Highsmith uh, have a nice game here. Watt got banged up in this one. Uh-huh. Daddy, I saw him limping to the sideline. I didn't know if he came, came back in or not. So hopefully it's nothing too, you know, too too worrisome there. What um, is it Johnny always says? He sprained his pinky toe or something <laughs> like that. Oh, brittle bones. Old glass feet. Um, also, Landon Roberts left this game early, mm-hmm. so that's why you saw Michael Michael Walker glow up. Mike Walker. Yeah, Everybody left game. early this week. But my, um, Mark Robinson was the guy that stepped in as oh, the second linebacker. He had okay. seven tackles. So we're at Michael Walker and Mark Robinson. Yep. St- uh, part of the season. Not as bad as the Bucks. And we were on the backup of the backup of the backup of the backup. That's right. it. And I would say if uh, T.J. Watt misses a whole lot of time, then maybe Nick Herbig gets yeah, a little play. There we go. Absolutely. Watch that uh, injury status throughout the week. He He's, had a TFL today. You me, know, me and Josh were talking about that earlier about um, if you're out of contention or if you're not going to make the playoffs, go ahead and grab a couple of these guys that uh, that you know you can hold on to for next year, like a Nick Herbig, like some of these guys that might have a bigger role yeah. in uh, 2024. I was telling him in XFFL, I went ahead and snagged Yaya Diaby. Mm-hmm. And BJ Ojolari gave him like two year, four million dollar deals yeah. just to just to get some young edge rushers They'll bring in the mix. In the auction. That's a that's Ojolari an deal. He had some some plays mm-hmm. today. I saw in that game. So I mean, yeah, he's like what you see there from him. I mean, wide open depth chart there in exactly. Arizona. That's so. the thing is like opportunities there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if they don't pan out, it's two million bucks. I'm, not, I'm right. not too worried about it. Two useless teams though for IDP right now. Just nothing to rely on out of Arizona, in my opinion. And, no. and the Steelers. I mean, outside of T.J. Watt and even Alex Highsmith has kind of been a dice roll. He's from, been from very up and down. Next. Yeah, how sad is it that we're getting excited about this Buda Baker game? Exactly. 15 points. Yeah, yeah. He used to be with the dude average. No, yeah. thanks. Just Arizona. You're right, though. He's making business decisions. That boy yeah. trying to get him another little He'll be. Paycheck. He could be a nice buy because he could go get a nice yeah, little deal so. somewhere and have a Jesse Bates-type resurgence. And play for a freaking good team. Yeah. I mean, that poor guy's been on a bad team yeah. for years Get him years. in Philly, somewhere yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Buffalo, they need a safety. CJ yeah, Deuce, they do. number two. Yep. So let's move to, speaking of CD Deuce, do we ever figure out if CD Deuce is coming back potentially this is. year? Yeah, I don't think out so. Out for the year? Yeah, that sucks, that. man. Lions get the 33-28 victory over the Saints. Lions headline, Alex Anzalone was unable to go, so we got a proper look at Jack Campbell, and he looked very solid. Lunch pail and all, another quiet game from Aiden Hutchinson, who's only had one sack since week five. Hutchinson, 7.5 points, 9.2 average the last five games, so he's not been good. Two tackles, one TFL, and a QB hit. Top three for the Lions. Brian Branch was just talking about him at dinner tonight. 18.05 points, seven tackles, a pick, a PD. Jack Campbell, 14 points, eight tackles, and two TFLs. And then Romeo Aquara, 12.8 points, two tackles, a TFL, a sack, and a QB hit. I do have the snaps for the Lions linebackers and unfortunately it is not what we want 
Derek Barnes, 84%. Jack Campbell, 79%. Malcolm Rodriguez, 46%. And then Jalen Reeves, maybe 30%. So they're just running uh-huh. a lot of guys out there, Bobo. Yeah, running over, checking the pulse. All yeah, right, go get ahead. in there. We're good. Yeah, they're just getting them a lot of Gatorade, <laughs> a lot of oxygen on the sidelines. I think that you're exactly right. Well, your dinner conversation was uh, the most important thing to talk about out of Detroit right now. Brian Branch looks pretty awesome. Uh, 9.8 points per game. Average over the last five weeks, I think, will increase with time. But 18 uh, points this week in a week where, you know, you're really relying on it. You're trying to make the playoffs. You're trying to get a bye. Um, Brian Branch looks like an elite cornerback. Yeah. You know, whatever you want to call him, however you want to deem him. He is very similar to that Devon with him spoon type mentality to where Brian Branch is so good. He almost gives you a little bit of Antoine Winfield-type vibes. He's not as big as Witherspoon, I don't feel like, but, um, man, that dude is an athletic freak, and he just seems to always be around the ball when you actually watch Detroit. So, sure, while the linebacking core, and honestly the uh, defensive line there might be a mess in uh, in Detroit, Brian Branch is a guy I think we can really rely on in in our fantasy playoffs. Yep, love Brian Branch. Uh, Jack Campbell, back to him. Eight tackles, two TFLs, 79% of snaps. That was the second most he's played this season. Yep. So he, he played 90% week seven. So that is nice to see, you know, what kind of we could expect if, if we saw him with the big workload. So, um, yeah, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, you know, they got a really nice nucleus there yeah. in Detroit. Um, also saw that Bruce Irvin got oh, yeah. in on on the uh, sack fund today, uh, and he's back in Detroit. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you see that sack? It was tight. It was pretty rough. I've always liked Bruce Irvin quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. He kind of seemed like a nice fit there in Detroit. I he, wouldn't like suggest going and getting him, but he'll he, do stuff like this occasionally. He almost seemed like the type of guy after that sack to where like he pile drived uh Derek Carr <laughs> into the ground. Yeah. And it was almost That's what one got of those, him hurt. Yeah. He's thirty six years old, y'all. That's yeah. crazy. It was almost one of those ones where they were like, Hey, Bruce, I, you haven't played for a while, but there's this new rule yeah. where like you, you can't, can't continue. You can't wrestling move the oh, quarterback. It was rough. It was um, rough for Carr. It was the same thing last so yeah, last year he didn't play the first five weeks. Yeah. And like, then Seattle picked him up. Don't call me yeah. until like at least October. He's like preferably December. Leonard Fournette. He's a he's a vet now. Yeah, and they and Detroit picked him up. Looks like his first game was Week Eleven with them. I think maybe I didn't even realize he was there. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they you know and he can actually help. get some PT there. Yeah. And that's yeah. not a that defensive line is not great. I think especially that's a that lo- second. Who is that? Who's their best? You know, second defensive end. Not quite one of the Arquara bros. Maybe you put them together. You Frankenstein them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pascal. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's a gross. Still got some ways. Let's bring to go. Her, let's bring Bruce Irvin in. Yeah. Why not? Why not? He's thirty six. That's like a lot. He's of our the, age. That's a lot of the struggle for Aiden. I feel like it's just been on. A, he's on a yeah. It's true. Island on his own. This he's year. just getting all the attention. It's yep. the it's the meme of the like special operations soldiers lined up against the brick wall with one of them as a clown, sure. except it's all clowns uh-huh. and he's the only guy that actually can do anything on the Saints. You were tracking with me. <laughs> Tortellini Sewell so going over to the Saints side, brother to Panay and Rigatoni Sewell got the start and did what Werner hasn't done all season long, finishing as the team's top score for the week. So congratulations to Nephi Sewell, 14.5 points, eight tackles, two TFLs, Paulson Adebo was next, 13 points, eight tackles and a PD, and then Zach Bond, 12.8 points, two tackles, one TFL, one sack, and one QB hit. So um, Warner goes out, Tortellini Sewell steps in, does pretty well. Paulson Adebo, 
21.14 points per game the last five games. So um, overall, a down week from the Saints, but uh, kind of interesting to watch what happens with Warner. You may have an, a usable option here in Nephi Sewell. Yeah. Old nephew, old nephew. Eh. They got to call this guy nephew, right? In the <laughs> locker room, hopefully. Yeah, what a what a weird mix of of talent here on this Saints team. <laughs> it's true. I mean, there's just, I mean, look at Nephi Sewell, Paulson Adebo, Zach Bond, Carl Granderson, Jordan Howden, Isaac Yadam, Tano Kapasana. That's good, Addy. Very nice. It's just a just a really bad, just a real stinky, stinky really group. bad list of boys. <laughs> Very bad boys. <laughs> You're on a naughty list. You're getting cold for Christmas. Which camera am I looking at? Who am I scolding? Uh, well, let's move on to the next game here because not much. To talk nothing about to do. Really, there isn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah may, is, maybe shoot your shot with Soul if you want him. I mean, I, but I'm not going after Tortellini. It's not yeah. that time of year to where I'm just yeah, shoot right. a shot. I'd rather go after the Bush man. Yeah, old Devin Bush. Let's talk about the next <laughs> game though. Had to had to think I, about I, that one. Who's the Bush man? Her. Who's the Bush man? Texans fall to the Broncos. The Broncos win this game? I thought the Texans won. Texans won this game. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, um, must Aaron. be 24-21 Texans. They lost Tank. So did they really win? They, they lost. They won the battle, lost the war. Yeah. Uh, very sad. Same That's tank not good go for a player of his kind of shiftiness. That fibula Fractured is fibula. very necessary. It just feeds, you know, everyone that was out on him for, he's too small. Yeah. They're all feeling real good. Yeah, it was because he was the lead blocker. Yeah, like it was a, a run yeah, up. Yeah, what are you doing? What are we doing here, guys? One of the main things that I saw early on with Tank Dale that made me in on him was his punt return stuff. His punt kick return was freaky. One one quick shift and he was just gone. Uh, played ball at Houston. Yeah. Um, man, sorry, Josh. No, but, I'm with you. I, I agree though. I I I kind of look for that stuff, like yeah. those guys that return kicks and yeah. stuff. Like they're playmakers. usually, yeah, they're playmakers. Yeah. Man. When get they get on the, the ball in their hands, Open they know what field. to do with it. Yep. Can you make a guy miss? So, uh, Texan side of things, the linebackers, we got Blake Cashman back up to 100% of snaps. Didn't matter this week because every single linebacker of relevance for the Texans had six tackles. Huh. So, there you go. Christian Harris, six tackles. Denzel Perryman, six tackles. Blake Cashman, you guessed it, six tackles. Mark of the Beast, <gasps> staying away from the Houston Texans linebackers. You notice they got the horns in the logo? Oh, oh my God. Is D'Amico Ryan's the Antichrist? I think these are the questions we need to be asking ourselves. Uh, here's a big answer we had, though. Is Will Anderson good? Yes, Will Anderson is very good. 34.75 points, five tackles, two TFLs, two sacks, 15 sack yards, a PD, four QB hits. Will Anderson or Aiden Hutchinson in Dynasty? Will Anderson. I think it's still Aiden for me, but, man, Will Anderson looked good today. Also loved his interview after the game. Yes, sir. He a dog. He a dog. Yep. Yeah. And he, and he, yeah, he's he's the type of guy that locker room is going to love him. Uh-huh. Like, he's an energy guy. Um, him and Stroud are the faces of that team moving uh-huh. forward. I mean, they hit grand slams with those two picks. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, he's, he's going to be so good for a long time. And you know who else is coming on? Oh, their draft pick from last year that everyone was like, oh, but the Texans feel dumb taking Derek Stingley. Yeah. Uh, 29.55 points, his second big game in a row. A tackle, two picks, four PDs. Jonathan Grenard, Bobo. Sure this is his third big game in a row. Is it? Yeah, I, rest, sure. I remember he's last week several. for sure. Because uh, I had the same conversation about let's chill out roasting Derek Stingley. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Grenard, 17.2 points, four tackles, a TFL, a sack, and two QB hits. So yeah. edge rushers got it done for the Texans, Bobo. About time. Love uh, love that for Grenard. I don't know what the offseason looks like for him. I think he's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I could see the Texans maybe letting him just test free agency to go somewhere else, even though I love Grenard. I'd, he's probably a good sale. I don't know that he really has the uh, the capability to see, I think he might for be us long term. I could see him being back with Houston. Yeah, I could see both ways, honestly. Yeah. I could see him, you know, a little team-friendly type deal. Yep, I, could I see don't it. really know how much money Grenard brings in uh, free agency. You never know. We'll see. We'll see. It just uh, depends on, you know, last couple of years. He's, he's one of those weird ones. Yeah. We know, like, Josh Allen, if he makes yeah. it to the free agent market, is going to get a humongous bag. Yeah. Uh, but Jonathan Grenard, I mean, yeah, that's one of those. I mean, I think a smart team will snatch him up on a cheap deal if Texans let him get to the open market. Yeah. Because I think he could really help an NFL team. Um, Jonathan Grenard or Montez Sweat moving forward? Sweat. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to find like that line in the in the uh, in the sand dynasty sand. Yes, that'd be a good name for a podcast. Line in the dynasty sand. You're welcome. Trademark. Yeah. Trademark. I trademarked it. Broncos. <laughs> yeah, you trademark it as soon as you speak it into existence. Uh, that's what I've learned. Uh, Boye Mafe Grenard. <laughs> oh, Grenard. That was a good one. Is that who you have him next to in your uh, dynasty ranks? I don't know hey, where. Byron Young or Grenard. Oh boy, you know I love me some Byron Young, as we as we know. That trade has been. What trade? What league is this that y'all are talking about? I'm not in this yeah, league. Yeah, by the way, Winfield just. Yeah, he's been a. He's, he's been a, Trump. He trumps it. Yeah, that, he, was, it's my, true. that was my. That was always my call. Tell Winfield me, tell is, me this is the deal. best piece. Tell me this deal. Where is this league? It was. Uh, it was it not was even a, one of our leagues. Show. It was a trade show. Trade. Oh, okay. It was a trade show. Yeah, okay. one that we, me and Evan went over. Yep. Oh, okay. Shout out Ringler. Okay. And then old Josh wants to go bring it up on Macker's pod <laughs> and throw some dirt on us. <laughs> it's been back and forth throughout the entire season. Yeah, but uh, now it's kind of tilting way so over to my side. So you're on Byron Young's side. You're on Antoine Winfield. I don't yeah. remember the ancillary it, it, pieces. Okay, it was. That's why green, he was asking me earlier. Byron Greenlaw. Young it was Greenlaw. It was Greenlaw and Byron, Byron Young, Young for Nicobe Dean and Antoine Winfield. Ooh, yeah, that's kind of spicy. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Spicy. All right, Broncos in, in Dynasty or redraft. Dynasty. Yeah. Ooh. It was Dynasty. I'm definitely taking the uh give me the D line side. Ooh. Oh, you're a Rams fan. <laughs> you don't count. You don't count. Doesn't count. He had to think about how he's gonna shoot that down. Uh let's talk about the Broncos though. That's ah, uh, close though. Alex Kingleton has hundred and twenty tackles <laughs> through twelve games. Since week two, he's only had one game with single digit tackles. Meanwhile, Josie Jewell has had one double digit tackle game all season and then P.J. Locke, balls out with Kareem Jackson, still suspended. I tried to tell you, on the waiver episode with Kyle B., go pick up P.J. Locke. This was I my did, number one pickup of the week, sure. and he played very well. 22.9 points, eight tackles, two TFLs, a sack, and a QB hit. Singleton was number one for the Broncos, 24 points, 12 tackles, a TFL, a sack, and a QB hit. Josie Jewell, just 5.5 points, six tackles, very stinky this year. Jonathan Harris, defensive tackle, was number three for the Broncos, 16.85 points, three tackles, two TFLs, a sack, and a QB hit. Uh, Broncos side of things, start Alex Singleton, Mm -hmm. start P.J. Locke for as long as Kareem Jackson is out. Is there anything else we need to talk about from the Denver Broncos? You wonder, is P.J. Locke going to keep that job when Kareem Jackson comes back? Pretty good. You know? Because can you roll Kareem Jackson back out there if he's going to get his ass suspended again? Yeah, really. He's the uh, Dre Greenlaw of uh, defensive backs. <laughs> so I'm, what I happens the this. third time yes. though? I wonder if he gets if he gets he, he, will, he will get an indefinite. You suspension. don't want to know. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> Lethal injection. <laughs> Goodell comes out and spanks his naked butt 
at uh, at the at the draft. Yeah. The oh. draft, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, and now, before we move to the third pick, we have the ceremonial spanking of Kareem Jackson's naked butt. That'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. I would. Everyone would tune in for that. That dude, man, he uh, he can't think, help himself. Do you think people would? Uh, be war like do lash out more if they knew that they were going to get spanked by Roger. <laughs> I think we'd be God. seeing a lot of players leading with their head if that was the case. I would. I'd be out there. A lot of kinky just boys going crazy. Probably gonna have to cut this. Um, <laughs> no, I think I think PJ Lott could very well keep this job. And um, yes, I think if Cream Jackson does get suspended again, I think it could be an indefinite suspension because yeah. it's like, bro, wh- what else do we have to do? Mm-hmm. We find you. You've lost game checks. You've been suspended like seven games so far this season, I think. Yeah, you're 34 years old. Stop acting like this, Kareem. Justin Simmons has been really disappointing this year, too. Mm-hmm. Has done really nothing. But, yeah, Josie Jewell's been stinky. He's been very stinky. I was trying to think of the opposite of a jewel. It's a turd. Sure. He's got get- <laughs> Did it? It's Josie Turd. Let's move to a turd of a game, though. Chargers get the 6 nothing victory Did over it. the Patriots. <laughs> This is a stink fest. My God, 6 nothing. Patriots fall to the Chargers. We're going to yeah. run through this one pretty quick. Uh, Chargers, the studs threw it back to their primes. It all came to play for the first time this season. Well, on defense, at least, anyway. Khalil Mack continues to be in fuego, 32.05 points, five tackles, two TFLs, two sacks, a forced fumble, two QB hits. Eric Hendricks, welcome back to relevance, buddy. 23.7 points, 10 tackles, 2 TFLs, a sack, and a QB hit. Derwin James, 21.05 points, mm. 9 tackles, a TFL, a sack, and a QB hit. Patriots, Jabril Peppers was caught by NFL Films, mic'd up, saying to Saquon Barkley at the end of last week's game, you lucky we ass, we can <laughs> confirm this luck, also applies to the Chargers this week, and that the Patriots are indeed ass. <laughs> J.C. Jackson, Jelani Tavai, Jonathan Jones, the leaders for the Patriots, no one cares about them. Chargers, though, Addy, Khalil Mack, I mean, wow, going to be a defensive, an IDP MVP, I think, for some folks. Uh, no doubt. I mean, who's been a better value than Khalil Mack? Him and Miles Garrett are the reason that I'm leading the IDP Madness League that I'm in right now. Oh, my linebackers have been awful in there. Yeah. And it is Miles Garrett and Khalil Mack saving my season. Yeah, Khalil Mack brought me all the way back to in, in the madness. Uh, unfortunately, Jalen Phillips going out is probably going to kill me. And if Miles Garrett is hurt, we'll talk about that. He put up a big zero today, so if he's it hurt... clearly is affected, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's going to hurt a lot of madness squads. Um, Khalil Mack, 15 sacks on the season, 15. leading the league. Wow, Khalil Mack, yeah. have a day. Wow. So, Insane. I mean, yeah, that's that is now six sacks over his last three games. He's red hot. Even without Joey Bosa, does not matter. Even if you remove the six sack game, he still has nine sacks on the season, which is really impressive. Yeah, yeah. We're in, and here's the thing: you don't have to remove the yeah. six sack game. That's, that's true. You don't. But fifteen minus six equals nine. That's good. That's math. Still very good. That's very good math. <laughs> that is still very good. Off the top of the dome there. Hey, Bobo, Derwin James had a nice game today. Yeah, he's a sell. He's yeah, a he sell. is. I don't of know. Of course he's, he's been a sell. sell. He's, he's a been safety. a sell. He was a sell at the beginning of the year, though. This is a peak. This is a peak. Alohi Gilman, uh, really mass stinky game. This was a, this was a, you know. Is there I, any? The big boys were good. Eric Hendricks, yeah. it was nice to see him, you know, return to form. Finally. Uh, Khalil Max, you know, business as usual. But, I mean, outside of that. Khalil Mack, 22.04 points per game average the last that five games. That is just crazy. And Don't. I said that T.J. Watt had been the number one kind of set-it-and-forget-it guy. 
20.45 points per game average. So he is almost two points better than T.J. Watt over the last five games. Going back macro, was there any validity to the uh, Brandon Staley uh, rumor about him losing his job? Did you see that this week? No, I think... um, I think what was what, that? Oh, it was um, the rumor was that he needed a miracle uh, okay. to save his job. Okay, and I, I think he's getting fired. Yeah, I think this team stinks. Happen. I think that they're going to miss the playoffs, and he is gone. Oh, also, uh, Kenneth Murray, he's been pretty bad lately. Yeah, he has. You know, he's yeah. I not... messaged Macri to see if we could get Eric Kendricks' snaps because um, I'm curious if that snap share has changed at all, or if it's still Kenneth Murray leading the way. Kenneth Murray was 100 percent the last two weeks. Yeah, I'd um, say it's still the same. Kendricks is just playing better. Yeah, and Murray's just not getting those splash plays at all. Like he he had two sacks and a pick uh, those first seven through the first seven games, and he hasn't had any of that. Is Dayon getting half. any play? No, no. It's wow. just those two guys. So no. strange. Yeah. Well, you got a weirdo at. Yeah. Head coach yeah, there. Sure. Get get him out of there. I'm curious to see what the IDPs can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Kendricks, was he a one-year deal? Is he going to be back in the pot? I feel like it was a two-year. Yeah. could be. Okay. Kenneth Murray, they probably have an out. If they want to get rid of Kendricks, they probably Oh, yeah. Do. They could clean They're house and just have day on and kind of start. Because I think they are way over the cap, those I believe. Are, those are going to be the weird things in the offseason to where, like, what, what does Kenneth Murray get? Like, where does he go? What type of role is he going to play for a team, you know? Um, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not a not one for a long time. He's probably so gonna make less money than he was making on roll. his rookie deal. The Los Angeles Chargers have negative forty four million dollars in cap space going into next season. Dang! Wow. Negative forty four million. That's the second worst in the league behind the New Orleans Saints, who yeah, always do just some cap tomfoolery. They are negative eighty seven million dollars in cap space. <laughs> what? So, yeah, negative eighty seven million. So they're at like three. Yeah. So this is, I believe it is estimating, uh, it assumes a $240.5 million salary cap. So they are literally at whatever that is, $327 million in salary. For who? I don't know. Mike Thomas? Derek Carr. (laughs) Yeah. He signed a big old deal. Cam Jordan's still playing Peyton. Yeah. I think they are. I think they still are paying some of those. True Breeze. Maybe. Yeah. Could be. You Marcus can look at May, the dead they cap. gave him a lot of money. Jeez, yeah, that team is um, that That's team is screwed. A, yeah, what about uh, the Bills going to come do? And it's going to be like starting. You know, it's going to be Adam Markham at quarterback yeah. and uh, John Macri at left right. tackle. I'm just out there just spearing everybody. <laughs> trying to get He's like Kareem Jackson <laughs> trying to get his butt spanked during the draft. Hey, real quick, uh, Staley's also ruining uh, Justin Herbert. Herbert's been unplayable in uh, offensive fantasy this year. Well, and here's what's weird. Kellen Moore came out as the second leading candidate for the Carolina Panthers head coaching job. Yeah. What is mm. the Cowboys are having their best offensive season yeah. in a decade McCarthy, with him out man. the door. And you have the Chargers who are putrid this year. So why is Kellen Moore getting this glow up? Do we still believe he's some sort of boy genius? I don't get it. I mean, Austin Eckler's pretty old. Um, Mike. Mike Williams did the Mike Williams thing where he jumped 18 feet in the air and came down on and his Quentin shoulder. Quentin Johnson is week two. so bad. QJ's awful. He is so bad. So you've got Jalen Guyton and no Josh Palmer. I mean, you're relying on 32-year-old Keenan Allen for 18 for 40 yards but everywhere. Who does Mahomes have outside of Kelsey? Though? Nobody. And That's they the just thing. lost tonight, though. That's the thing. Is like They've been kind of they've been good bad quarterbacks. They've been elevate. Bad. I don't know. I, don't, I think he is a supremely talented physical tools quarterback. I don't know that he's one of those that elevates everything around him. But you yeah. got to think this offseason, Mahomes goes into Andy Reid's office or whatever, has a conversation like, look, 
I get what you're doing. I know y'all pay me a lot of money, but you got to get me. You got to get me some weapons. You got to get me one receiver. You should have brought in a DeAndre Hopkins. You should have brought in one of these older vets that you know. Why did they not go get him? I don't know. They said it was a money thing with Chris, they wanted Chris Jones more, but anyways, Chris yeah. Jones got him a sack tonight. We'll get there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Addison would have looked real nice there. Yes, yes, sir. L.A. He sure would have. Who did they? Who did the Chiefs take in round one this year? Did they have a first? Yeah, they would have um, been the last pick of the draft. Oh, right? they took FAU, who was not. Yeah. yeah, done nothing. Yeah, there you go. Wow, he has done nothing. I yeah. was thinking about that with Dayon. Like, man, the. Rookie IDPs this year outside of our defensive backs have been bad. Henley, Sanders. The, it's because the linebackers have Dorian done nothing. Williams. Dorian. Yeah, they've done nothing. Uh, what, uh, Overshown they, got Overshown. Hurt. He might have like, gotten an op. He definitely yeah. would have gotten a chance. Yeah. And, and this, because you got Marquise Bell and yeah. Damone Clark. Is I mean, Drew Sanders played? No. No. That's the thing. I usually rec- would recommend stashing rookie linebackers, yeah. and I still think some of them have a, a path to snaps. But man, like it's pure speculation, and it's scary that like those guys don't have the highest capital. Yeah. You know, they're all they're third round picks. All yep. those guys, except I mean, for they Campbell, easily get replaced. Mm-hmm. You know, in free agency or. Yep. In this next draft, you know, I'm holding my breath if I'm stashing those guys. It's scary. It's definitely scary times. Reminds you a lot of like awesome Oa. It just can go yeah. any which mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. but you will probably ha- you, those guys will definitely have a value tick up this off season. But it's going to be early in the off season. I would probably look to sell. Maybe if you so. can cash out on some of these guys, on especially the majority. yeah. Like I think Sanders. I'm not as worried about Drew Sanders because you could see a path. But like yeah. Dorian got his chance and got replaced by Tyrell Dodson. Like Dayon can't get on the field. I mean, I don't know. It's just dicey. Ivan Pace the capital is like I probably should sell. It's probably yeah. Is probably the best. um, Is he the best rookie linebacker? Would you put him above Jack Campbell at this point? Yes, from a playing Uh, time perspective, absolutely. uh, It's tough, right? I mean, mean, that's the conversation we're having. Ivan Pace versus Jack Campbell. Uh, But let's move to Dolphins. Just absolutely creaming the uh, Commanders. This is just. One of the worst teams in the NFL. Ron Rivera, great man. Truly is one of the, you know, just an awesome dude. You see these kind of like hard knocks or uh, Amazon Prime series. Like this is a really good person, just not fit to be a head coach anymore. Um, And I think he's going to be out the door come. uh, And players walking all over him. Yeah, just what do they call it? Taking advantage of him. Where the coaches all get fired. So, um, yeah, I just think it's over. It's Jover for Ron Rivera, but a good run there. Dolphins, though, keep rolling. 45-15 win over the Commanders. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Nope, it's AVG leaping tall buildings in a single bound, proving once again without Jalen Phillips that he is indeed Superman. And then knock-knock, who's there? Another startable linebacker as Jerome Baker left the game with injury and Duke Riley stepped in. 11.5 points, eight tackles, and a forced fumble. But Van Ginkle, we talked about him. He was me and Kyle's priority Add at the defensive line position, and he delivered for IDP 33.05 points, five tackles, a pick, a defensive touchdown, two PDs, two QB hits, mm. 33 return yards. That hair just, mm. just flowing in the wind. Love to see it. Also, speaking of hair, Duke Riley also has some long hair. So Does I mean, he have that, some lettuce? He should definitely be on your radar. But yeah, bros. AVG, I mean, also should have had a sack. Like, he, he, he was the one that's like – Stood up, sack Howe. Um, and it sounded like they called the whistle, like it was a dead play because, like, all forward progress was stopped. But then he kind of got loose, and Bradley Chubb and someone else cleaned up, cleaned it up, and AVG didn't get any credit for any of the sacks. Nothing? Nothing. That should be a sack. should be at least a half sack. Yeah. At least. At, at least. I'll see so, AVG should have more points. So, we are angry about that, but, I mean, good Lord, what a game. Five tackles, a pick. 
a pick six. Yep. Um, two PDs, two QB hits, 90.1 overall PFF grade. I mean, this is just a plug-and-play guy whenever Jalen Phillips is in there. So, mm-hmm. love to see it. I definitely uh, I definitely picked him up and started him in my RSO league. Um, yep. You guys, I mean, absolutely crushed the waiver waiver show. Um, Kyle B. Week, uh-huh. what a success. Yep. Yeah. PJ Locke, Andrew Van Ginkle, I think those are your top two suggestions. They were. Goated. Uh, one one guy had 20 points this week. This one had 33, so. Pretty good. LFG. Best way to show out there. Yeah, truly. Really? Number one. Yeah. Changed my mind on that one. Yeah, change it. I don't think you can. Uh, Zach Sealer was also good, though. Defensive tackle, 19.05 points, four tackles, a TFL, uh, sack and a half, and two QB hits. Emmanuel Ogba, um, Kyle mentioned him as well, I think it was, that he would get some more run potentially. Or maybe you mentioned it, Addy. Someone mentioned yes. it recently that Emmanuel Ogba would be getting some more run just because Jalen Phillips is out. So Ogba did. Get some run, 14.6 points, two tackles, a sack, a TFL, and two QB hits. On the commander side, it was another good game for Jamin Davis, and Cody Barton was passable. Uh, the rest of the defense didn't do much because they spent all game chasing Tyree Kill and Devon A-Chain to no avail. Jamin Davis, 18.5 points, eight tackles, two TFLs, a PD. Cody Barton, 10.75 on 11 tackles. And then Jatavius Martin, 10.75, seven tackles, and a TFL. Any takeaways on your side, Bobo? Uh, Dolphins no, are commanders. No Cam Curl up here. Yep, um, pretty disappointing. That's a that's a pin to uh, something to kind of put a pin in for playoffs. I don't know how much we're really going to rely on him the next couple weeks. Oh, Addy's winking. Well, he uh, he did shout out that Cam Curl had been averaging like eight point four points Ooh. recently. This is going to bring that down. Ooh. Yeah, he was off the podium, and Jatavis Martin was number three at ten point seven five. That's so. what I was going to say. Uh, Jatavis Martin, nice yeah. to see him actually produce and get seven tackles in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, this was their second round pick in this past draft, so he's someone that really hadn't been getting playing time at all. But he's starting to see that up, you know, uptick. He played sixty nine percent of snaps last week, and then I'd imagine this week he he got around that or, or maybe even more so it's kind of interesting too with uh sweat and uh chase young being gone how uh deron Payne and jonathan allen really have been kind of quiet yeah um not really done anything a whole lot um and then the ones that were replaced sweat and young haven't been usable either casey two hill and i don't, I don't even, even remember know the other yeah. one they just ruined that team <laughs> they just ruined it <laughs> It's like, hmm, maybe trading off your two best players was not the best strategy. Because have they won a game since that trade? I don't think they have. No, but the the uh, question is, Sam Howell, that guy, I think that's been answered. Yeah. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. Terry McLaurin with a zero today. Did you see his quote after no. the game? He said, just doing a bunch of cardio out there. Really? Yeah. So dude, and best. I love McLaurin. He, yeah. He's a he's a good dude. Feel bad for Good him. dude. Yeah. No, he's had boy. Good fella. He's, he's had, had a, a, a run of he's awful the, quarterbacks. He's the Buda Baker of uh, wide receivers. Yeah. Just a lot of trash throwing on the ball. I guess or Arizona not, I guess. was there f- decent for a while, maybe when Kyler was healthy. Yeah. They were in the playoffs, but not good. Yeah. Next up here, let's move to the next game. Hey, this was actually a good game. That game was not a good game. This one was. Colts get the 31-28 victory over the Titans. Sorry, Tennessee. We are still your daddy. Two and zero against Ooh. Tennessee this year. Well, they fighting words. Tighten up. Hate to see it. Uh, it was. I am. I do think the Titans have a quarterback in Will Levis, though. I think that dude's going to be pretty good. 
Uh, but the Colts were better today, and Ebucam and Pay were a big reason why they combined for 12 tackles, four sacks, and three forced fumbles. They must have heard Josh say last week they weren't bona fide stars. I did say that. Uh, Doc Damn. Brown must be here because great Scott, look who it is. Finally, after 13 weeks, it is Nick Cross. 14.75 points, five tackles, a punt block, and a PD. They blocked. Two punts, back-to-back, broke the punter's leg, and had to have the kicker punting the rest of the game. Wow. It was an insane game. They had, you will never, I promise you, watch football the rest of your life. You will never see this sequence again. They had a, uh, what was it, a blocked punt, Uh touchdown, and then an interception on the two-point conversion that was returned for two points. Uh Yes. You will never, ever (laughs) see that again. I promise you. It was absolutely insane. So, yes, the Colts had a lot of fluky things happen. A lot of two punts blocked back-to-back. The Titans miss an extra point that sent the game into overtime. It should have been 26-25, but we go into overtime 25-25. So, um, just a wild-ass game. I think I had DraftKings a little prop bet on that. Did you? A uh, block kick for a touchdown and then an extra two point. <laughs> you did. You're a millionaire. Check. You, you're a millionaire now. Uh, top I I three five on that. for the Colts was. I got five on Thank you, Addy. I was thinking about that same song. Uh, top three for the Colts. Samson Ebucam, 28.5 points, six tackles, a TFL, two sacks, one uh, DD. What is a DD? Yeah, is that it's a, a designated driver. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we need one guy. of those for Adam tonight. Very small. That's water tonight. That's water and coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two QB hits. I don't know what a DD is. Um, <laughs> uh, defensive, uh, defensive. Domination. Defensive dong. <laughs> was he dropping some dong? Uh, Quiddy Pay, 26 points, six tackles, two sacks, 15 sack yards, and two forced fumbles. And then DeForest Buckner. 18.5 points, six tackles, half a sack, PD, three QB hits. This was just a great matchup. A rookie quarterback. Titan off, yep. Titans offensive line is absolute booty cheeks, and Will Levis is a rookie. And I think he's going to be good, but right now he's still a rookie. Mm-hmm. So this is, don't get false hope, though, folks. Don't be like, oh, quit he pay. Samson Ebucam, let's plug these guys back in. Yep. They can be a good matchup play. Don't trust it. Just don't trust it. Yep. cam has been great. But it just tends to rotate. There was a little comment I saw today about uh, how much better of a linebacker EJ Speed was than Zaire Franklin. What is your take on that? Uh, no. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Zaire is definitely going to be one of these guys that lights up the box score and you know the tackle monster. Mm-hmm. Zaire has been great this season. Yeah, he is the heart and soul of that defense. And EJ Speed is a great second banana. I think there's validity to both uh, to both thoughts. He, there. EJ Speed was good enough to force Shaq Leonard out the door, I'm, so I think that speaks for something. But no, Sha- Zaire Franklin's the best linebacker on that team. And, but I mean, you know how fast this stuff changes, though. Yeah. I mean, we were saying the same stuff about Shaq Leonard. Two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And who's to say Speed can't be the next Zaire Franklin? Yeah. That's yeah. possible as well. Speed's already like 28, 29, though, I think. Like, is he old as hell? He actually is. Like, a, People act like this is like his second year in the league, and he's been around. He's yeah. just kind of like a... I think he's 27. Uh, we'll look it up. Yeah. We also, uh, if anybody would like to send us a uh, signed yeah. jersey, we, we would like to uh, replace the Shaq Leonard. Yeah, maybe Zaire Hall. Franklin or something. That know. was back when he was Darius, right? Z- yes. Yeah, Zaire and EJ are both still there. So yeah, next year, uh, I don't think yeah. uh, I think we'll see them run it back. They may they may add linebacker in the draft. Man, that's I could fun. see that. That's going to be fun to see their ADP in these best balls for next year. Boy, Zaire might be. Zaire was really high with Shaq he was, there he this was, year. He was high even this year though. Yeah, Zaire that was will be, one I didn't understand. Will he be three? Ooh, baby, that's spicy. I was, I was going to say top five. 
Roquan I mean, going to be top three for y'all next probably year? Probably still. Yeah. Just because it's Roquan, you know. It, it's it, He's having a down year, but that's going to look like, what, LB12 for him or something? He's very much kind of taking a different role there in Baltimore. He's more of a leader. He's a, he's a leader of that defense. He's not necessarily the IDP producer that he was in Chicago. Well, um, Patrick Queen's gone next year probably. Exactly. So, I mean, what about – where yeah. does TJ Edwards slot into this? He's up there too. I mean, he's the tackle leader, but at it, least before this week he was. I think it's still going to be Roquan Foyer, yes, one and two. Nick Bolton, number three. Uh, <laughs> I, think I don't know that, about that. I think that'll correct itself. <laughs> Maybe Tranquil at three. He's coming back. Oh, not tonight. Yeah, not after be, what he done to me. No. He'll be back. It may be the bus climber, Leo <laughs> Chanel at three. Could be. Uh, Chanel didn't get a ton of play tonight, I don't think. I Weird. think it was uh, hasn't really been. Kyle Cochran. Or, yeah. That's not it. He went to Greenwood. Johnny Cochran. <laughs> Something Cochran. That's it. Anyway, he wasn't that good. went to Greenwood. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, Kyle. Yeah. Do well, Kyle. Sorry, I'm <laughs> old, good. guys. Be well. But anyways, well, if you if you had a jersey to pick, who would you uh, who would you pick to replace uh, Shaq Leonard? IDP. IDP. That's Current a great IDP. question. I'm going to I'm gonna have to pray on that one. I'll get back to you. You know who I'd pick. No. Jalen? The boy Jalen. Jalen. That's a good one. Yeah. I get, but I guess uh, now the injury, we can't pick Jalen. Right. Can't do it. Yes, okay. you can. I know who you're going to say. That's a, that's a rule. That's I a know who rule. you're going to okay, say. so he has to be playing. That's fair. I know who you're going to say. Uh, well, he has to be playing. I was going to say Chauncey uh, Garner-Johnson would be a fun one to have. I was going to say playing. Winfield Jr. would be good. That would be good. That'd be sick. Yep. With him, um, Spoon would be good. With him, Spoon would be would great. That would be really nice. That would be really nice. Because probably don't have to pay a lot for who that Who would we all agree on? Hmm. Babo, this is one of those where you're putting us on the spot, and I feel... <laughs> Who would we all agree on? Just looking deep in each other's eyes. Uh, Who would we agree on? Uh, <laughs> we're friends, right? <laughs> Getting a little hot under the collar. Uh, I don't know. Who? I feel like we'd agree on pretty much anybody. Yeah. I mean... Who are you thinking of? I'm just trying to think of the IDP show baby this year. If you had to go to one go-to that we've all kind of EJ been... Speed, <laughs> maybe. Maybe it is EJ Speed. No, maybe that's sure. what we're all looking at. Speed on the I wall. mean, uh, Khalil Mack would be up there for me. No, not Khalil Mack. He's too old. You dropped him. We, yeah. we, we need a guy <laughs> that's Bobby. got a ascending... Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Him. I dropped him. Who are you talking about? You're really... I don't know. I'm you, don't, you don't have a name in mind? I think no. Will Anderson would be a good one. That'd be Ooh, one that would yes. stick around for a while. I was a Colts fan if I could put a Texans on the wall, but... Yeah, see, that's why we all can't come, to, come together on one. No, uh, Max, Max would be good. Max would be good. Silver and black would look really good. Um, yeah, linebacker wise, I mean, who who would be the sexy linebacker you want on the wall? Roquan. Roquan would be sick. Those black jerseys. Yeah, that would look pretty good. Hey, let us know in the comments who do you Fred want Warner. us to put on the wall. Fred Warner would be good. Ooh, Fred that Warner would be good. The one. Yeah, that's the original show, baby. Yeah, but that's peak. Very well. That's peak wine season. Right. Yeah. Now. Right. And that's gonna stick. That's gonna be a legend forever. Yeah. Like. How many more years we, we, we got of Fred? We ain't got to worry about Fred getting cut next offseason. We got four or five more years of Fred. Yeah. That'd be good. We need wall security. That's it. We need wall security. Y'all think Fred's going to age well in Dynasty? I've heard that, but... Um, but uh, he's never been LB1. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is he LB1 this year? I think he is. Hmm. We'll have to look into that. That's strange. I have to investigate It's further. easy to be when Dre gets kicked hey, out of all his games. I'm going to have to do my own research on that one, I think. Ooh. Hey, change my mind. Hmm. I don't think I can. <laughs> Let's move to Titans. Jack Gibbons had a great game after not reaching seven points since week eight. Don't fall for it. Harold Landry continues his march to pre-injury form with another half a sack. And Danico Autry is still old, reliable. Your choice if you want to focus on the old or the reliable part. That's uh, that. I don't like that, Aaron. Uh, Danico Autry's been great, and he ain't that old. I called him out on the waiver show. I said, I'm not going to go for the Colts catnip, which if you did, good for you. But Danico Autry, this is a revenge game narrative. 
Go back and look at the logs. Every time yes. Danico Autry plays the Indianapolis Colts, he legitimately does not like the Colts organization for letting him hit free agency. So he took it out on us today. Four tackles, a sack, a forced fumble, a PD, and a QB hit. 19.8 points. He was number two. Aziz Al-Shair, 20 points, 12 tackles, a sack, and a QB hit. And then Jack Gibbons, 18.25, 13 tackles, and a PD. You know, I was thinking about this today. A lot of the injuries that we were worried about this offseason have been fine. Harold Landry has come around and has been a good IDP for us. Rashawn Gary looks awesome. I know he mm-hmm. hasn't put up every single week the stats that we're probably hoping for. He's but from though. a pressure perspective, Rashawn Gary looks like a maniac. And then Jordan Brooks, I know he's hurt now, but Jordan Brooks was somebody yep, that was fine. we told everybody not to draft. And, you know, we made we were made to look like fools, but Jordan Brooks was really, really good. There's somebody else I feel like that was like a big ACL um I don't know. Maybe I'm missing somebody. But anyways, Harold Landry's been great. Yeah, he has. It's good to have him back. Uh, Another guy that's helped the Madness squad a little bit. Because, again, my linebackers in there were Denzel Perryman and Devondre Campbell. So, thankfully, we had a lot of dual Desi guys that have been able to slot into those spots. Man, I got kind of... uh... I got kind of hurt today. I didn't think Devondre was going to play. I thought he was hurt. So I started Isaiah McDuffie. He didn't get a whole lot of time tonight. Wait, did uh, Devondre actually play? Devondre and I didn't Clay get to watch a lot played. of this game. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, we'll get to them here at the end. Uh, let's move to the next game, though. Buccaneers get the 21-18 victory over the Panthers. Buccaneers, if you needed any more proof, linebackers are streamable and don't really matter. The backup to the backup of the backup just scored 19 points after not playing a down since the last week of the preseason. Or maybe it's just because it's the Carolina Panthers. Antoine yep. Winfield joins an elite group of players. Winfield had 40.9 points, eight tackles, two TFLs, a pick, a sack, three PDs, a QB hit. He's just so good. Yeah. Uh, is he safety one now at this point after got, this season? Got to be. Dynasty? Yeah. I mean, you got Kham. He's he's very young. But, yep. yes, I mean, I think he's – it's. It's him or it's him or you, Winfield. I think you have to slant it a little bit towards proven production. Yeah, I think right? so. Winfield, Winfield is twenty five. Done nothing but produce. Kham's twenty two. Derwin is twenty seven. Yeah, I think Winfield might have snatched the crown from Derwin. I think so too. He's just been so good. I love Brian Branch right there. Safety four for Adam. Twenty two point one years old. Where do you have Jordan Battle? He's one that I kind of am intrigued by. Because I was I was talking to a friend tonight, like he was safety like, eight. Yeah, which rookies have been good? I said, well, Jordan Battle won a job in the season, you know. Whereas some of these guys come in because of injury. Yeah, uh, Battle just outright won the job. Yeah. So that that really I like that a lot. Yeah, he's um, up there for me. But then yeah, JJ Russell was the linebacker who came in because uh, Savassier Dennis, Levante David, Devin Bush all out. Uh, KJ Britt, I believe, was mm-hmm. the replacement. He went out, so it was JJ Russell. 19.15 points, seven tackles, a TFL, a sack, and a QB hit. Yaya Diaby had a nice little game, 11 points, six tackles, and a sack. Panther side of things, Yitor Gross Mato. So they got back Yeats, they got back J.C. Horn, and they got back Jeremy Chin in this game. So Brian Burns gets tossed. I don't know, what did he get ejected for? Was he John with the ref, or did he take Something a swing like at somebody? Yeah. There's a lot of swinging going on. I know, there. a lot of people were very upset today. Yeah, yeah Thanksgiving, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's Everyone's a weird time. Over. It is a stressful time of year. Yes. Yeah. See your family, it's, you You're know, right. sometimes you just got a little, you know, little strife. Right. You got to get it out. <laughs> you got to take it out on a sure. referee or a head of security. Some people can't play golf. You know, I, uh, that is frustrating. It's a it. lot of darkness, Don't literally like and figuratively. That is the part of the this year where it's just like, it's okay, four o'clock. This is cool. This yep. is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cold, it's dark. 
Yeah. Kind of like our hearts. You know, you go, you, you can't play with the kids for a little while and eat dinner. It's like, all right, I'm Stop about ready bed. to go to bed. It is 6 p.m. It's uh, 6.15, yeah. Dad. Yeah. I it's don't like, care. Get in bed. That's the best. It's like, I'm all right, I'm ready for dinner, babe. She's like, it's 4.30. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, really? Got to wait another, like, hour and a half, yeah, two hours for dinner? that's why people gain weight over winter, just because. They're eating more. Yeah, yeah, doing? Man, yeah. What, have, what else do you have to do? do? Eat and drink, and that's starting, really it. Starting dinner at 4.30. 4.45. Anyways, yeah. happy holidays, everyone. Golden yeah. Corral, get that special. That's gone, Bobo. <laughs> you know that. Yitor Gross Matos returned from injury. Brian Burns got out. Uh, so, of course, it was Marquise Haynes putting up solid numbers on the D-line. You'd love more than 13.75 points from Luvu, but it's better than the two points he gave you last week. So, Brian Burns, just a point and a quarter. Like Adam said, he's just frustrated. He wants to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Marquise Haynes, 21.55, seven tackles, two TFLs, a sack and a QB hit. Frankie Luvu, 13.75, seven tackles, a TFL and a PD. Xavier Woods, 12.45, three tackles, a pick, and a PD. Not a lot from the Panthers, boys. Um, Frankie Luvu, end of list. Yes. Is there anyone yeah. else that we want to plug into our lineups? I mean, Brian Burns. He'll be fine. I'm a little worried about Burns the rest of season. Yeah. I just wonder, like, he had a 20-burger, like, a, like, last week, didn't he? Was yeah. that his best game of the season? Mm. You yeah, know? one of them. <laughs> He's just stunk. He's just kind of stunk this year. I think Brian Burns is a nice trade for target right now. I think going yes. into this offseason, yeah, he's going to be in a way better situation. He's going to have more the, motivation. I could see the Rams if they oh, yeah. have the cap space going after yep. this guy. I can see a lot of trying to trade for him. The amount of, you know, rumors that came out this, uh, this season with uh, – you know, a lot of teams saying that they inquired about Brian Burns. Um, that goes to show you that a lot of people, a lot of good GMs know how a good he is. A lot of text messages and calls were going out from his agent's telephone to oh, other yeah. GMs. Yeah. Remember Please, the, God, uh, sure. call. Remember yeah. that was that rumor that was like two firsts? Two firsts. For, for the Rams, I think. The Rams. Should have yeah. done it. Yeah. Should have done it. I don't know what firsts those were, though, because we didn't. 25, I think. Well, I guess we do have a 24, so it would be a 24, 24 and a 25. 25. That was really dumb. The Rams, showing how well they drafted this year. Hold on to those first, man. Yeah, Hold on to those first. I don't know. You get a guy like Brian Burns yeah, in peak, be, peak season. That would have been pretty nice. I'd, I'd love that. So, let's move to the next game. 49ers. Ooh, Brian Molly, Burns and Aaron Donald. Wops. Sweaty. The Eagles. The hot. 42 to 19. Uh, yeah, San Fran dominated the game. It's not ideal, but don't be worrying about your usually usual weekly 49ers starters because of it. We've talked about this all season. These wonky games just have wonky results. Former wasted first-round pick Javon Kinlaw picked up his first sack since his rookie year wow. in 2020. 26.4 points, four tackles, two TFLs, two sacks, two QB hits. Charvarius Ward has been very good for a cornerback. 21.75 points, 15.45 average the last five games. Uh, Ambry Thomas, cornerback, 19.5 points, six tackles, three PDs. Eagles, blowouts can sometimes affect IDPs on both sides of the field, and that was the case here. The Niners were super efficient and clean in their execution, meaning chances for big plays for the Eagles defenders were few and far between. Fletcher Cox, 15.7, two tackles, two TFLs, a sack, and a QB hit. Hassan Reddick, 13.95. He's averaged about 13.53 the last five games, three tackles, a TFL, a sack, and a QB hit. Christian Ellis, 9.5. Points, six tackles, and a TFL. Bobo, just not a lot to talk about in this game because uh, it was a blowout, and I don't really want to trust the results. Am I worried about Fred or Nick Bosa or any of these guys? No. You know, the hard part about the Eagles is that um, there's not much to rely on there. Uh, Fletcher Cox has been hurt, and then we can't really rely on Jordan Davis or Jalen Carter at this point. 
Um, the defensive backs, uh, Kevin Byard has actually been pretty good there for a midseason acquisition from the Titans. Kevin Byard has actually been a probably like he was the a tackle, safety one over the tackle last per weeks. game leader going into this game, wasn't he, Eddie? 8.4 tackles per game, I think you said. Yeah, this was maybe his worst game of the season. So, like, from here moving forward, um, I'm really not trusting Josh Sweat that much unless it's, like, a pretty good um, situation. you got a bad quarterback who's, you know, going in to see a sack how or something. Um, I started Josh Sweat. But I will say, Hassan Reddick is a must-start every single week, Um, probably as is Kevin Byard. But those are probably the only two – that I feel very comfortable starting the next couple weeks. I feel pretty good about Reed Blankenship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reed Blankenship, too. Yeah, he's, about he's been good this year. I mean, Reed Blankenship's had four 20-point games this season. What did yeah. he do this week? Was he down as well? 6.75, but yeah. he had seven tackles. That's and actually, nice. he has had seven tackles, at least seven tackles in every single – no, I'm sorry. He had five in week six. But outside of week six, every single game he's had at least seven tackles. That sounds like a good IDP bet right there. That's very nice. Speaking of, we had a great episode of IDP Bets this past we week did. with you, Johnny, and Mike Wollert of 4 for 4. Yeah. I think Mike went like 5 for 6 on his bets. Wow. And uh, it was just a good week. He I think crushed the, it. the only one that missed was Cam Curl. I'm like 2 2 or 3 right now, but I have Josh Allen tomorrow. Yep. Let's go. That's uh, happening. That's Aaron, happening. Aaron Donald, I had him at a, a .75. He got a half a sack. Today. Oh, yeah. so close. But, yeah, we, we had a good week. I'd say we probably were batting like. 700 yeah you know so that's that's all you can ask for and thank you all for tuning into that show it's a lot of fun we're going to be doing it a lot during the actual nfl playoffs because there's yep. not much idp to talk about so we're going to give you some fun bets and for even, the playoffs yeah. even if you don't gamble you know we, we're just giving you these yes. really nice nugs with these these players even and if stuff. you don't if gambling is not legal in your state for sports betting this is good information for making decisions outside of betting whether it's you know you know, redraft. Yeah, we best go through our process. Dynasty. It, it, it's a, you can kind of, you know, use it as like weekly what to look for. You know, mm-hmm. as far as matchups. Um, it will make your trends, ex- tr- your uh, game viewing experience for the playoffs more. It will enrich that experience because yep. you're like, oh, this guy's been playing really well. Let me watch for this guy. Yeah. So check it out, Bobo. Even if you don't bet, it's great. Check it out. It's great. And if you do bet, definitely check it out because you may win some money. Sure. But let's... Uh, Some people are saying it's the best IDP prop show of all time. Wow. I mean, um, I would try to change your mind on that, but... Uh, You're not going I'm to. I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> Wish to. Wish we had the Nick Saban drop. We do, don't we? It's somewhere in the quit archives. Quit asking? Yeah. But we did have that at one point. I have a whole folder of not the going drops. to. So quit, quit asking. asking. I, yes, we did have that. So last game here, Bobo, why don't you talk us through this one? Sure. Uh, why well, go through the drops and see if we do have that Nick Saban one? Yeah, well, Aaron says here that we warned you about JOK and hoped you listened. What we didn't realize is apparently we needed to warn you about the rest of the defense. Miles Garrett was removed from the injury report on Saturday, but a big donut might indicate the shoulder is still giving him some grief. Well written there, Aaron. JOK this week, five points. After averaging 15.17 over the last five games, he has an 83.7 PFF grade. Miles Garrett with a 0.00 week for you in week 14. Um, he had a three Fitbit step challenge milestone uh, for this week, which um, I don't really understand what that means, but I'm sure it's great. Uh, top three for the Browns, Martin Emerson, 10.75. Uh, Khalif Halasi. <laughs> 
cornerback. Who are these people? 8.75 points. And then Juan Thornhill, 7.75 points for the Browns. But let's talk about the Rams real quick. Let's just go ahead and hit both sides, and then we'll talk about the game. John Johnson leaned into the revenge narrative. I disagree with that because he's he was a Ram before he was a Brown there, Arn. Uh, with his whole being, putting up his best fantasy performance since week 15 in 2022. Kobe Turner is making sure that Byron Young isn't the only rookie getting noticed on the L.A. defense. However, they are good enough to generate their own stats if Donald hangs it up at the end of the season. He's definitely not going to, Aaron, so I wish you would quit with this uh, whole narrative here. Not a fan of it. John Johnson, 23.2 points, mostly aided by the interception, but he also had six tackles and two PDs, not DDs. Uh, Kobe Turner, defensive lineman, uh, defensive tackle, really, 20.1 points this week. He is averaging 13.34 over the last five games. Five tackles, one TFL, and one and a half sacks this week. And then to finish it all off for the top three for the Rams, the GOAT, Aaron Donald, 16.3 points. 13.17 over the last five. One tackle, uh, sorry, one five tackles, one TFL, and a half sack. They kept Adam from getting a little bit of money. Come on now. Donald, you couldn't get the full sack? Yeah. Three QB hits, yeah, as well for Aaron Donald. Um, not, not literally nothing at all to talk about on the Brown side of things. Yeah, uh, Martin Emerson, Emerson Biggins. What? Just wanted to say that. Em- Emerson Biggins. I don't know what that is. Huh. Emerson Biggins. It's just a saying. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Yeah, I got it. I got now it. Now we're getting there. Yes. How's it going, Addy? Very nice. Thank you. Uh, it just took me a second. I was like, uh-oh, I'm supposed to recognize it's late. this it is, it is late, guys. It's 11. So. Caffeine's wearing but, off. But uh, MR some biggins. Yeah. Those are some biggins indeed. I'm going to I'm gonna tell Goodell you need your butt spanked anyway. Uh, Miles Garrett, y'all, watch the Miles Garrett injury because uh, – Bobby's just now good. Yeah. It took him a second, but he got there. I thought he was laughing about Miles Garrett being out. I was like, this is not funny. My madness team it is going to fall off a cliff. It was a mix of me getting it and also still thinking about Goodell just – Just paddling it. Just wearing that hind end out. Blistering that Adam at the draft. Adam, how'd you get here? I'm just grinning the whole time. Yeah, just, just way, it. way too into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Rams. I mean, it's uh, these these edge rushers. These uh, both guys, rookies, Kobe Turner and Byron Young. Yeah, uh, interesting. Aaron Donald there as well. Um, John Johnson really hasn't been usable for IDP, but uh, Ernest Jones, yeah. I think. Um, I know he hit the over on the uh, yeah tackle it. prop. <laughs> so I think it was that's like good. Eight and a half, and I think he was at like. He had that at halftime. I think he did. Yep. Yep. That's a little of the that. that's a little of the knock for me with Ernest. Um, the big plays have not really been there this year. It's kind of been a bummer. He's been uh, solid for the tackles, but that's really been the that's been the floor for him. That is, uh, it's a good discussion. I think. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Ernest in Dynasty? Is not he great. someone that you really trust? Like not really, great. really trust? And I don't think I do. I feel like he's trending more towards the um, Tremaine Edmonds type in Dynasty. Um, and I know Tremaine had way more of like draft capital and everything, but we kept waiting for big plays to kind of come with Tremaine and they never just, they never did. You know, you could count on him for some solid tackle weeks. He wasn't going to put up a zero for you, but, um, yeah, man, it's just with a hundred percent snap share from Ernest, um, the breakout season has been good. Um, it's just not been great lately. It's been tough. Sure, you know, I think since the injury, yeah. it's kind it's of a good point. It's kind of dampered. Uh, but even pre-injury, there just wasn't a whole lot of pop. So the Rams are slated to have about forty-six million dollars in cap space. Mm. Could we see them go get a linebacker? Yes, to play alongside Ernest Jones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did just last year. Yeah, with Bobby Wagner. 
cut them because they had to take their medicine and uh, kind of do a soft rebuild year, this year. This is Ernest's third year in the league. Yeah, I mean, I think if um, – yeah, I think it is. It I think is. if you yeah. look at where that team is, I think this offseason they're going to be like, what do we need to address more than anything? It's going to be this defense. This we defense. need to completely overhaul this defense yep. because the offense really isn't that bad. I mean, you're, yeah. you're a couple pieces away. I mean, Kyron Williams looks looks like one of the best running backs yeah. in the league. He really yeah. does. I mean, we, we know about Puka. We know about Cooper still, I think – I think Cooper's going to be fine. I think he just kind of hobbled this year. So I, I expect him to be really good next year. Um, and Stafford says that he's not going anywhere. He says he's still playing football. Yep. Um, I think if this team improves, I wouldn't blame him for wanting to stick around. What do you do with the vet pieces, though? What do you do with Donald? You continue just paying Donald? And- if you're trying to gear up and make a run for the playoffs, you keep him, him and Stafford around as long as they want to be there. I base, I think you use that $46 million to do that. You make Matt Stafford happy. You make Aaron Donald happy. Aaron, how can we improve this defense? Matt Stafford, what can we do to protect you on the offensive line? $46 million. They're 12th in cap space. Well, that, you, is a, that is a significant amount of money. And you talked about how many, you know, IDPs are going to be free agents this offseason. Oh, dude. It is a smorgasbord of talent. That's why it's like, I mean, I think this offseason, maybe more than ever, you need to be willing to just sell pieces just because mm-hmm. they're, yeah. things can change so quickly. They are yeah. going to change. Don't they are, worry they about, are going to change. Don't yep. worry about what your team looks like in February. Cash out. Exactly. Yeah. Cash out now. Mm-hmm. You know, build your team with these these scrubs, yeah. that, that, that the, the landmans. Yeah. Landman, landmans. You know, those types. Birdman, Birdman. We do have the Saban drop. I found it. I can't put it on the board mid-episode, but we do have it. Okay. It's really it was in the archives, yeah. It's been a good good uh, board episode. It's nice yeah, to sure have the board been. back. The board is back. It's been in utilized. A, in a big spot. Let me Love talk to, to y'all about some of the Chiefs and Packers IDPs before we get yeah, out of here. I got them pulled up as well. All right, so on the Chiefs side, we had the leading tackler tonight, Justin Reed, with nine solos and ten total tackles. Jack Cochran, the uh, replacement for Drew Tranquil. You need to pay attention to that because Drew Tranquil looked really out of it. Uh, Cochran had nine solo tackles and two TFLs. The impressive sacks on the night for the Chiefs, Mike Dana actually had another sack, and then Charles O'Minahue had one as well. No interceptions, no fumbles to be had. And then on the Green Bay side of the ball, Quay Walker, four solo tackles with 13 total. Corey Ballantyne with a B, four, uh, five solo tackles, 10 total. Kenny Clark had a half a sack. Rashawn Gary had a half a sack. Lucas Van Ness siding with say. one sack. And Preston Smith with a half a sack. Uh, and then Devonta Wyatt with a half a sack as well. Um, Jonathan Owens, pretty solid game there. Five solo tackles. And then Keyson Nixon, three solo tackles, five total. And he actually had a couple decent um, – he had an interception for two yards, and then he had two kick returns for 60 yards and also was doing punt returns. So last week he actually got taken off of that. I don't remember who oh, they put back there. Okay. Um, so I got caught with a goose last week. But anyways, what, what are y'all's thoughts here? Jonathan Owens came back to earth, um, only 6.25 points this week, five tackles. And you you thought against that Kansas City offense that Owens was going to be running everywhere. Exactly. Kind of thought it was going to be a great game for him. I mean, the previous four games he had racked up 36 tackles Mm -hmm. over that stretch. So, yeah, it seemed like a good spot for him. Um, Quay Walker, nice to see him kind of have, you know, a decent game, 13 tackles. That's that's solid. Uh, Keyshawn Nixon. Another good game, 21.55 points this week. He had a pick and five tackles. Good to see Lucas Van Ness get a sack. He's been he's been really quiet this year. Yeah. He heard us talking about him. Yeah. yeah. Saying, uh, is the other guy there, Carl, Carl um, Malone, Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, Minahue? Carl, no. It was uh, their th- oh, sixth yeah. round uh, pick. Uh, 
Colby, no. But it Carl was, Brooks. Carl Brooks. That it? Yeah. I think so. I think so. You were just saying he was playing well, and I said, oh, are you worried that he's outproducing Lucas Van Ness? And, uh, we said no, though, right? Yeah, Van Ness responded. Yeah, Carl Brooks. Yeah, one tackle this week. So, Come uh, on, Carl. It's over for Carl. It's over. Carl. Carl. Uh, yeah, Rashawn Gary came back down to earth. Um, looks like just eight points. Preston Smith, seven points. Uh, Jonathan Owens, six points. Uh, it was just it was kind of a down game in terms of IDP scoring. Yeah. Chris Jones got himself a sack. I don't know if you mentioned that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Chris Jones has been uh, solid once again this year. Them Chiefs really need Nick Bolton back. That's what I'm learning. Drew Tranquil would have been fine if he had stayed, you know, in this game. I think that would have helped out a little bit. But that that Chiefs defense doesn't look right right now. Something's broken there. Ain't working. The who's team's the, just, yeah. Who's the best struggling. team in the AFC? Is it the Dolphins? Mm. Let's do this real quick. Because I, I like the Dolphins, but what happens when they get punched in the mouth? Let me give you, you the know? rundown. So, on both sides of uh, the playoffs right now, one seed on the AFC, the Dolphins, NFC Eagles – Two-seed Ravens, two-seed Niners, three-seed Jaguars, three-seed Lions, four-seed Chiefs. Wow, I can't believe they're still in it now. Four-seed Falcons, five-seed Steelers and Cowboys, uh, six-seed Colts and Vikings. So congratulations to you all. Thank you very much. And then seven-seed Browns and Packers. Congrats to you. Both teams out right now. Texans, Broncos, Rams, Seahawks. You realize the Colts and Texans play Week 18. That game has not been set yet. They could flex wow. that game into Sunday night football oh, if wow. it is a win and end for either team. Also out. We'll be live streaming that if that's what happens. Oh, my God. I would Ten- not put myself in that situation. Tennessee immediately. Yeah. in the AFC right now, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they're not making it, man. Their schedule is brutal. Yeah. It's one of the toughest schedules. I think it is the toughest schedule to finish out the season. So, Bills are not <laughs> making it in. Bengals aren't making it in. I mean, trust me when I say I, I think this Colts team is an overachieving mediocre team. Yeah, Minshew's not great. But I will be placing a healthy wager on them to cover. Whoever they play. I'll be in Vegas, rooftop pool, watching it, so why not? We got, what, five weeks left? YOLO. We got 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Five weeks. So, I mean, if Bill's got to, they got to, you know, run it. They got to go five and out. If they run the table, yeah, but I mean, do we trust this team to run the table? No. No. I think they're out. Milano going out hurt them. Also, Von Miller now in some, some trouble. Yeah. He's been asked this year anyway. He just hasn't played. Yeah, well, he's recovering from, I mean, he's 34. Yeah. Recovering from, was it ACL or Achilles? We had a, ACL. I think it was ACL. We had yeah. a couple older edge rushers and him and Chandler Jones that just, for, I mean, Chandler Jones is having, fighting his own demons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Putting that one in the mirror. But, um, yeah, it's just been a weird year for some of these veteran edge rushers. I think so. the uh, mentality that I have sometimes going down the stretch here is uh, if you got teams in playoff contention with studs on them, those are the ones that I'm really trusting and relying on. Um, if not, you've got some of these landmans that are playing for the Falcons that are playing for nothing. Um, that's kind of who to rely on for you know some of those scrub teams because um, there's just there's weird narratives. Weird narratives with teams coming out of the bye, and then there's weird narratives with teams down the stretch. They do some strange things. There's li- we're liable to see some Dayon Henley and some Josie Jewell. It gets so much harder to thread the needle at the end of the season yeah. because you have injuries and you have teams that are changing their priorities as we get near the end of the season. Yeah. So you have guys in full, let's see what we've got mode. You know, different teams are giving guys opportunities and looking to the future. Uh, guys are getting hurt. I mean, it's just weird like, weather. Yeah, yeah, the weather was wacky today. The 
Steelers game got delayed because it was a literal monsoon there. Um, so make sure you're paying attention to waivers. Make sure you're paying attention to the injuries. Um, and make sure you're paying attention to, like, cornerback streamers. I mean, this is the time of year where you need every single advantage you can get. Uh, so don't leave any meat on the bone, Bobo. It feels like the type of year, too, to where you're going to have some weird – AVG starts. Like, am I really going to start yes, Van Ginkle? I yes, am. At are. this point in the season, you are starting. Just don't get some really weird names. Yeah. You may have a Devin Bush, AVG, PJ Locke mm-hmm. uh, kind of starting lineup next week that you never could have envisioned week one, but and, this is what we do. Yep. We survive and advance. That's right. Like Johnny the Greek always says, you're going to have to cut my head off to kill uh-huh. me. It's you know? like, uh, you know, looking at your dynasty team in, uh, in May and June is like, yeah, look how sexy this is. And then, Week eight, you're just like, oh my yeah. gosh, it's like um, starting who exactly? It's it's fun to win the off season, yeah. with the on paper roster stuff, but uh, it don't matter much come week twelve, week thirteen. Yep. yep, the teams that often win the championship are the ones that get hot. Just paid attention to waivers, stream their corners well. Mm-hmm. I mean, got they, some also luck with don't injuries. get complacent, even if you're like. Yeah. Starting off the season well, like mm-hmm. if you start, you start off on fire. You're six zero. You can't put it in cruise control and think I'm I'm good. Like exactly. I've got, you you got to stay with it and constantly be thinking about how do I make the back end of my roster churn better. it, churn it, baby. You know. So that's what we that's what we're here to do for you. You know, I think if you've listened to this show, if you follow the website, if you if you lock in with us, you you know you we're going to get you there. We're going to get you there. That's right. This week we have a great week coming up for you all. Uh, I will be on. Talking Waivers with Jeff Pomazal, who writes the waiver article for our website tomorrow night. And then we have a ranking episode uh, with Matt Donnelly of Dynasty Vipers. We'll be talking to Jace about Week 14 rankings. And then did I mention the playoff, the fantasy playoff lineup we have for that show? So we have John Norton, we have Matt Schauf, and we also have John Macri. So make sure you tune in, folks, because we are going to get you right for the playoffs. That is what it's all about. You get in the dance, and then you see what happens, and we're going to get you right. Uh, And then also, the big three will be back on mic on Thursday with the last IDP trade show of the season. So whether you're trying to make a push or you're looking ahead to next year, uh, we're going to talk through all of your trades. So we'll be sending out a prompt for trades. Addy, I'm sure you've got some in the trade show DMs that we can pull from. Uh, But that's going to be a lot of fun. So drop by. We'll probably start up during Thursday night football. And uh, it's an awful Thursday night football game. Sure. I think it's Steelers Pats. Let's just come, everyone come watch the IDP trade show as opposed to Thursday night football. Yeah. Al Michaels might literally just throw himself off the uh, balcony. Who, who is it? What's the game? It's Steelers Patriots. Oh my God. I'm pretty sure. Bailey yeah. Zappy. Zappy Versus and Mitch. Battle the backup quarterbacks. Jeez. Uh, Can't that's that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure that's the Thursday night that's, game. I don't know though. I mean, do you let Zappy get another start? No, you don't. He looks So bad it'll be today. Mac. And no, I think it'll be. Malik Cunningham. Oh wow! So, so Mac Jones is done there, right? Yeah, he was the emergency quarterback. Damn he was the son. third string emergency quarterback. Poor Bailey. So that class, boy. Yeah, yeah. it's not Oof. turned out well uh, at all. So Who was that? All of them. Mac. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence was the only one. Trey Lance, uh, Justin Fields. Yep. And even Trevor has not been like he's been decent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, tune in. The trade show. What else do you have to watch? The Thursday night game is going to be awful. How many hours a day do you think y'all think about Macri? Mm, probably over under six and a half. Yeah, I'll take the over. 
So if you've been thinking about him as well, yeah. tune in for week 17. I miss that guy. Uh, we will have him on to get you right for rankings that week. He's hot. So, yeah, he is a hot, hot guy. He's hot right now. Great golfer. Thank you all for tuning in. If you like the show, theidpshow.com, check us out over there. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and a five-star rating on Spotify. Really, really helps us out. And follow me uh, on Twitter because I love Twitter. He does tweet mm. all the time. Uh, and then youtube.com slash at the IDP show. We've got the Sunday morning live stream. Jake and Jeff have been crushing it over there. Uh, we'll have the IDP trade show. will be a live stream, so you can come check us out. And uh, just lots of good stuff. Shorts are going up every day. It's a good place to be. YouTube.com slash at the IDP show. Like I said, we will be back on Thursday with that episode, and I'll be back tomorrow night with Boo Bam talking waivers. So uh, we're not going not gonna to abandon you all here down uh-huh. the home stretch. We're going to be with you every step of the way, folks. So until then, enjoy the football, and we'll see you all soon. We'll never leave you. It feels so right, but it's wrong.